0: Welcome to episode zero of Climbing the Curve, a new podcast about EVE Online. I say episode zero because today's not going to be a fully fledged episode. It's more of an intro to the show uh, and gives an opportunity for me to tell you what you can expect uh, from every episode, what the sections are going to be, and what the content is that we're going to be covering in here. My name is Oz. Some of you may know me from my Twitch stream or from my YouTube videos, but for those of you who don't, I'm a veteran EVE player, I've been playing pretty much since day one with a heavy focus on market trading uh, and the eve ecosystem i also run the eve investment fund which is essentially a mutual fund that was born out of my twitch stream there uh, the people in the community can invest their isk with me i invest about a trillion on stream helping people to understand how to make money in game and uh, making them rich while they're watching all my other content focuses on teaching people how to trade in-game, new players especially, but also veterans. And the reason I now wanted to make a podcast is because, one, I love the medium. Uh, I listen to pretty much every EVE podcast out there. And two, I don't think there are that many podcasts uh, focusing on teaching how to play the game. A lot of the content that's out there focuses on on the politics, on... Uh, diplomacy, um, small-scale PvP, and especially a lot on nullsec, but not the basics of the game. So what I want to do is I want to talk about different game mechanics, about the game economy, what everything means to give players that haven't been playing for 15 years a chance to get into the game, to understand the game better, and to uh, catch up to where everyone is at. By the way, the reason I'm calling the podcast Climbing the Curve is twofold. One, EVO Online has a legendary learning curve that uh, no player ever finishes really. Um, if you're new, you're just starting out, I wanna help you along that curve. If you're a veteran, um, you might be further, further along a little bit, but there will be parts of the game that uh, you also don't know or can get better at and maybe we can do that together. And two, as I said, I'm a big trader in the game so I want to also help you climb that net worth curve um, and uh, make sure that your profits uh, allow you to do whatever it is that you want to do in the game uh, and have fun doing it. Now, the world of EVE is huge. So there's a ton of things that we could be talking about. And since I'm coming from the economic side or from the market side, I'm going to start with that in the first episode. So we're going to be talking about trading hubs, uh, third party tools that you can use, Um, the types of items that you can trade in and all that that sort of stuff before we then move into um, other game mechanics that would interest new players. Now my goal for the podcast is to be very concise, to condense information down to episode length of about 20 to 30 minutes. I value your time and I just want you to be able to learn about the game while you're out there doing other things. That's what I love to do so it's not going to be Twitch style rambling for two hours. It's going to be Uh, short, concise, and to the point. So this is how I'm going to structure each episode. We're going to start with a quick news section, not rehashing everything that other shows say, but covering the stuff that's really important to a lot of players and especially new players. Then we'll have a specific topic that I will announce beforehand for each episode that we will analyze in detail. I will give an introduction into gameplay, mechanics, etc. And I will also invite a subject matter expert to interview to do a quick interview to the subject not every episode but wherever it's applicable then we'll also talk about eve data Uh, i like data analytics so i will always bring uh, one or two data points um, from the game world or from ccp that uh, i will present um, just that i think uh, is, uh, is interesting and we might have a short discussion about and then i'll also cap the show every episode with an item that I like to trade in, that I've made a lot of money with, to give you guys idea on where to start if you want to get into station trading. One thing that's very important to me is to receive feedback from the community because all the content that I create, I create for you guys. So if my content is not useful, then I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting your time. So if you're listening to the episodes, and you have feedback and you have ideas on where to take the show and things you like and things you don't like, then please participate. You can find me on Twitter. I have a big Discord with the 500 plus traders uh, in EVE Online that you can uh, come join. I will link everything in the show notes. Um, So would really appreciate if you guys take the time to give me feedback uh, on the content. Please keep in mind that this is my first time podcasting. So um, I'm expecting to get better with every episode uh, and pick this up just like I picked up Streaming on Twitch. Thanks for sticking with me through it. So, since today is not a fully-fledged episode, there's not going to be a big special topic. But still, I wanted to include some information that will make you a better player immediately. So, behold, the five things that you absolutely have to do when trading in EVE Online. Number one, most importantly, you need to decide how often you want to update orders. If online trading is something that you can burn out on very, very quickly. So decide beforehand how much time you want to put in. Uh, And if you say, I want to update my orders every other day or every day or every hour, then all that is fine. Just decide beforehand so you don't get burned out on trading. Number two, track your profits. So if you don't track your profits right now, then... You're going to run into the issue that you don't know which items are going to be profitable. You don't know how much money you made overall. You don't know if it's even worth your time. So you absolutely need to track your profits. There are a ton of tools out there that will help you do that. Um, We'll cover those in another episode. But one thing you can definitely do is download the sheet that I have created. It's a simple Google sheet that will help you track your profits without you having to have specific Excel or spreadsheeting skills. I will link that in the show notes. That goes hand in hand with number three. Number three is always consider your taxes and fees. I see so many traders saying, oh, you know, I made huge amounts of money on this deal or that deal, but they're not considering that they're paying sales tax and everything. They're paying broker fees and everything. So we'll go into details on that on a later episode, but always consider taxes and fees. Number four, in terms of skills, you absolutely have to train accounting, broker relations and advanced broker relations because those three are going to bring your taxes and fees down significantly. And that is the core of what you're doing as a trader is you're making money from each of those trades. Also, in terms of skills, look at visibility. Visibility is one of my favorites because it will allow you to post uh, remote buy orders with uh, a range on them. That's going to be very, very important because number five always put your buy orders in a player owned station and not the npc station so if you're trading out of JIDA, this is going to be the perimeter uh, tranquility trading tower for example Uh, if you're in uh, Dodixie, that's going to be uh, the one in botane if you're in amar that's going to be uh, the one in a shop the reason for doing this is because this this is dramatically going to reduce your broker fees for buy orders. And that's a big chunk of your fees. And if you're not doing that, uh, then um, I can't help you with your profits. By the way, if you're thinking, if I put my buy order in Perimeter, won't that put all the items uh, in Perimeter as well? Uh, Then no. Uh, I can assure you, if you put a buy order into Perimeter, that's where the visibility skill comes in. You put the range at one. And 95% of the items, maybe 99% of the items that will be sold to you will end up in JITA, I guarantee you. Of course, I understand that if you're against those trade hubs because you don't like where the money is going, that's also a topic that we will be addressing in a future episode, then I totally respect your decision. But people like me that are trying to maximize their profits, uh, they're going to do that. So I hope you found those five points useful. Obviously, that was just the tip of the iceberg, and in coming episodes, we're going to go way deeper into each one of those. As I said earlier, one section of the podcast is always going to focus on a data point that I find interesting in and around Eve. This week, that number is going to be 32%. 32% is the revenue increase that Pearl Abyss, the owners of CCP, the makers of EVE, reported for EVE Online in the last quarterly results. That means that quarter over quarter revenue for EVE Online increased by 32%. Now, while this sounds like a big deal, there's an easy explanation for this. EVE China had previously been shut down and now it opened back up in April uh, it's called the Serenity server, uh, as opposed to the Tranquility server that the rest of the world plays on. And uh, that now has about 10,000 players uh, generating revenue for CCP and uh, Pearl Abyss. That's 10,000 players average online, uh, of course, not uh, not total. And in an interview in March, uh, Hilmar said that in the mid, mid to long run, he expects uh, numbers on Serenity to match those on Tranquility. So it's clear that they're... Um, putting a huge emphasis on that part of the world. Hilmar being the CCP CEO, of course. In that same interview, by the way, he also mentioned uh, a monthly average user base for EVE Online uh, of 300,000. That's a number that they don't throw around a lot, uh, which is why that was quite interesting. I'm going to do some analysis around that number myself. uh, So we will be discussing that uh, in one of the later episodes as well. If you'd like to hear more about uh, the quarterly re- report uh, and the CCP revenues, uh, then uh, check out YouTube slash OzEVE. Um, I have some more videos uh, going into more detail on this. It's going to be super interesting to see what EVE Echoes does to revenues uh, when the next quarterly report comes out. I'm going to be covering that here and on all my other channels as well, of course. So as promised, every episode I'm also going to share an item or a group of items that I've made a lot of money uh, trading in. This week, that's going to be Empire Insignias. So these Insignias, they drop in Faction Warfare and Missions, and they're used in LP stores to trade in for Faction Modules. And the reason they're so cool is that you have a great combination between a loot item that is uh, looted all the time by a ton of players in-game that often dump it onto the market Uh, out of convenience, they just dump it to buy orders. And on the other hand, you have buyers that buy them from sell orders because they want to trade them in for uh, very good and popular faction modules. That combination means two things. One, there's often a very good margin on those because they move very quickly. And two, the markets are very big. And so you never have to wonder whether you can get your buy or sell orders fulfilled. For various reasons that I'm not going to get into today, the markets are also very, very cyclical. And that gives you a lot of opportunity to buy them when they're low in large quantities and then also sell them in large quantities when the prices have recovered. This allows you to sometimes get 100% profit on these uh, in a matter of weeks or months. The biggest of these are Federation Navy Fleet Colonel Insignia 1s uh, and Republic Fleet Commander Insignia 1 and 2s. Uh, Those are over 10 billion ISK a day markets. Uh, in the forge uh, and for an added kicker you can even trade these cross-regionally because if you want to put buy orders in let's say Dodixie Dixie or Amar um, uh, or their respective uh, systems where I just told you to put the, your buy orders in then um, you can buy them there and ship them to Jida and sell them there. The reason this works is because as you would expect these are factional items so they will be priced differently in different regions of space because of supply and demand. What makes them even cooler is that they basically have no volume, so shipping them is easy, uh, uh, and so these are definitely one of the best items that I can recommend everyone trade in, in the game. All right that's it for the pilot episode of the climbing the curve podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in if you want to check out my other content you can find me on twitch at oz underscore eve i typically stream mondays wednesdays and saturdays um, around 7:30 p.m eve time you can also find video guides on youtube at Oz_Eve. eve Make sure you also join our Discord. It's a very nice uh, community that will help you learn the game uh, and enjoy the game. It's uh, linked in all of my channels. And if you like the content that I create, I would really appreciate your support on patreoncom ozeve. Uh, speaking of patrons, thank you to the tycoon level patrons Reinhold, Frosty Goblin, Xena Jax, Laddie the One Valentine, Oniku and KDM. Without you guys, this wouldn't be possible if you have basic questions about eve feel free to send them to me on discord or tweet them at me at oz underscore in underscore eve on twitter and i will answer them in the next episode and until then y'all go out there and make that isk. see ya